Well, welcome and thank you for listening to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, a podcast where we're journeying through the scriptures, starting in Genesis and ending in Revelation, looking at how we find Jesus every single day in the text. Your host, Kevin Wilson, is going to be taking us on this journey, and we hope you enjoy it. This podcast is produced by Fellowship Community Church. Now, here's your host, Dr. Kevin Wilson. Well, welcome again to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, where every word Thought, verse, and chapter of the scriptures points to Jesus. My name is Kevin. I'm so glad to be with you again for week six, day three, Exodus 21 through 24, how the nation of Israel is to relate to the world. You can go ahead and see our reading plan in the show notes as we look at this text together. We see in the next few chapters the way the nation of Israel will relate to the world around them according to the commands they were given and the relationship they have with Yahweh, their father. To the modern reader, these few chapters may seem crude and strange, very outdated. But to understand from the Hebrew mind that there were different types of laws that were established. These laws could be divided into three segments, ceremonial laws, moral laws, and judicial laws. When we think of judicial laws, this includes everything from murder to restitution for a man gored by an ox and the responsibility of the man who dug a pit to rescue his neighbor's trapped donkey, as we'll see in Exodus 21, 12 through 36. Since these Jews saw no difference between their God-ordained morality and their cultural responsibilities, this category is used by Christians far more than even their Jewish scholars of today. We'll also see there are moral laws throughout these chapters, and this purpose is to promote the welfare of those who obey these moral laws. The value of the laws is considered obvious by reason and just plain common sense. The moral laws encompasses regulations on justice, respect, sexual conduct, and these include the Ten Commandments that we looked at yesterday. It also includes penalties for failure to obey these ordinances. Moral laws do not point to Christ, but it only merely illuminates the fallen state of all mankind. When we break these moral laws, we know that we need a Savior. And that's really how Jesus comes into our life. You'll also see ceremonial laws, and these do not apply to today, but were very important in the days of the Hebrews. You'll see in these chapters how they are going to relate to those who would be slaves in their midst. Most of these slaves were debtor slaves. They would uh, owe something to someone in the community and they would begin to work off that debt and would be underneath the priority of the person who owned them. They were considered property at the time. This was common knowledge in most uh, of the nations that were surrounding them. Think of this, even the nation of Egypt had Israel as slaves. And so you'll see previously in Exodus that for 400 years, uh, Israel had been subjected to slavery. You're going to see that there is a limit on the slavery is here of six years and that they're not be, to be sold to foreign people. 
There's a punishment for taking life. The provisions are made for even accidental deaths. You'll see here in Exodus 21, 24, the lex talionis that we've heard so much, even uh, in a secular world, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, a hand for a hand, foot for foot, burn for burn, wound for wound, and a stripe for a stripe. Laws are enacted for the restitution of property and laws are enacted for social justice and the way the community would treat one another and the nations around them, how they would treat the poor and those that they would see. Finally, you see the people acknowledging their desire to live under the rule of God and saying this, we will be your people, you will be our God, we are ready to follow you. Now, it's hard to make sense of all these rules and laws and ceremonies. But where do we see Jesus in all this? Well, he, we see him as he begins to tell us about the love that we are to have one another. In the book of John, he says these words, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples, by your love for one another. As we are to relate to the world around us, we know that we represent a holy God, a holy God who is enthroned in heaven above, a holy God who has promised that his righteousness and his justice would flow down from the mountains, that they would skip upon the valleys, they would level out the high places and they would make the dry land want and yearn to have a relationship with him. And we see that the way that we accomplish this and the way that we relate to people around them is by the love that we have for one another in the church and the love that we have for our Savior, Jesus Christ, and that we can be a testimony to the nations because of the love that we have for Christ. I pray you are encouraged by your reading today, and I pray that you're encouraged by the relationship that you have with Christ as we love one another, as we pursue peace among the nations, and as we seek to see justice established in our world. All these things only come through Jesus Christ. Join us again tomorrow as we continue in the book of Exodus, as we'll look at Exodus 25 through 27. I hope to see you back again tomorrow. God bless.